Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Don't ask me what the CDC is doing. Don't ask me if anybody's going to listen to the CDC. Five-year-olds should get vaccines for COVID? America's not there? The CDC putting forth, yes, children under five should get a COVID-19 vaccine. Dr. Fauci doesn't even buy into this. Dr. Fauci, who is desperate to keep you in a mask, desperate to keep you under control, desperate to still have relevance. Although he says he's retiring, who knows what's going to happen. Masks don't stop COVID. We've been through this. We have been through all of it. Do vaccines work? Well, yes, vaccines clearly, as we have seen it, lessen the severity of symptoms. Vaccines also have, for some people, side effects. That's a rational look at the situation. Not interested in anybody's insanity of politics. I'm not interested in in playing in any of the conspiratorial insanities either way. What I'm interested in is the data. And the data shows that people who are vaccinated, they have less symptoms when we're talking about COVID. Potentially when we're talking about Delta. We're talking about Omicron? Well, no vaccine works. I mean, it doesn't work on Omicron. The vaccine was never meant to work on Omicron. You have 50 mutations. How in the world was something not designed for it going to work for it? Unless, of course, you're discussing using it off-label. And if you're going to use things off-label, why not hydroxychloroquine? Maybe some ivermectin. When you're not lying about it and calling horse dewormer, these things, they are utilized by human beings. But if you're going to take a vaccine... For Omicron, you're taking a vaccine off-label. A doctor want to disagree? 833-GOT-TONY. Tony Katz today, so good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. If the prevalent COVID strain around the globe is Omicron or any of these variants that have gone through a radical level of mutation from the days of just COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2, then the vaccine de facto is taken off-label, meaning it's not for the thing that it was created for. But if you're saying you're taking it as a prophylactic against COVID, well, feel free, knock yourself out. No, No judgments, no arguments. The conversation here is about COVID uh, vaccines for five-year-olds. Kids 0 to 17 make up far less than a percent of all the deaths from COVID. Why are you vaccinating your kid? You don't know what it's going to do. Now, I'm not saying it's going to do anything. I am saying we don't know. So why don't we wait to find out? Why don't we take a look at things as opposed to saying, hey, you should be so scared of a disease, of a virus that doesn't kill kids in the vast, 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 vast majority of cases. You should be so afraid of it that you give your five-year-old a shot. They won't discuss with you 
the issues with the vaccine. They won't discuss with you some of the things that have taken place, the side effects that have taken place, and they should. Whether we're talking about enlargement of the heart or inflammation of of the heart, whether we're talking about facial paralysis, these things that people have certainly talked about, I'll wait for more data to come out to be able to have real connection. But five-year-olds don't die from COVID. Five-year-olds actually resist COVID. I am not making the argument that somehow they can't get COVID or can't die from COVID. But it's clear, based on the data that we have, that five-year-olds literally bounce back in an hour if they get it. The vast, vast, vast majority recommending the vaccine is a very, very weird take. Recommending the vaccine for five-year-olds is the CDC desperate for control and power. I must make the assumption, because I hope it to be the case, that parents say, you know, we'll make this call on our own. I said a year ago on, the, uh, on this subject, you got to give parents a few years to see how things progress, and then they'll make the call. You uh, you start showing three years, four years down the line that all is well. More people will be like, yeah, sure, get it done. Hey, it's a virus. It's out there. You just get vaccinated. Boom, bop, bip. It's like getting smallpox. Ooh, the world is going to – smallpox is gone. Who's going to get vaccinated for smallpox? Then monkeypox comes back with a vengeance. You're like, what the hell is this? So I only make the argument that some people might very well decide to get vaccinated or get their kids vaccinated in a couple of years as they see results. The recommendation, though, isn't based on science. It's based solely on radicalized politics. Anthony Fauci stated to Senator Rand Paul that there is not enough data that's been accumulated to indicate There is a case necessary for children to get boosted, never mind vaccinated. No study showed a reduction in deaths or hospitalizations for children who had received uh, uh, boosters. That according to Senator Rand Paul. And when this happens, what do you have? Ron Klain, the White House Chief of Staff, A guy who stunningly still has a job stating the United States is about to become the first country on earth to give mRNA vaccines to its youngest children. The first. This is not a good sign. You mean there are still people within government who are supposed to be our leadership who engage in such scare tactics, scare tactics against the American people that they'll say, oh, your five-year-old isn't vaccinated? <gasps> Look at what good we're doing. We're going to vaccinate your five-year-old. It's not good. Seriously, doctors, we're going to tell me that vaccinating a five-year-old is a necessity? 833-GOT-TONY. Now, there could be cases of sick five-year-olds, of autoimmune or immune-suppressed or immunodeficient uh, five-year-olds who this could benefit. The health of your child is your responsibility, and there could be a specific reason. Of course I'm talking about in the main. Of course I'm talking about the data. 
This is fear-mongering from the CDC based on politics, not based on science. And any doctor would like to call in and challenge me on it. I'm right here. Show me what I don't know. Seriously. What part am I missing? A CDC that has been unbelievably political? An administration that has been unbelievably political? An administration, I would argue, on both sides of the coin that didn't address this thing properly from the start with clarity and honesty. You can argue Trump wanted to cheerlead the thing away. He was like, oh, we're going to get past it. We're going to get over it. It didn't work out that way. The Biden people were the ones saying, don't trust a vaccine from Donald Trump. And then the vaccine comes out and the vaccine does its job. And now uh, we're supposed to all of a sudden say, oh, everything's fine. You told people not to trust Trump. You made it all political all the time. All political all the time. The CDC is just fooling themselves here. And the lie of, of the fact that, that somehow there's a need to vaccinate kids. Radical. Absolutely positively radical. So you have the CDC making this move. You have Fauci saying this is not the right move to make. And you've got Ron Klain, the White House Chief of Staff, saying, look at how good we are vaccinating your kid. All this takes us to Canada, where the fear-mongering continues. This on the mask set. I know, I know, we haven't talked about masks in a while. There are still people out there wearing masks. I see it every now and again. I see it, and I'm like, huh, all right, live your life. Because somebody wearing a mask doesn't affect me. If, If they want to live that way, they're more than welcome to. If they're wearing it because they fear COVID, I, I think that's awkward. I, I think they're making a mistake. I don't think they're helping themselves any. But hey, go right ahead. If they're wearing a mask because they have an immune issue, uh, um, a, a, a uh, an autoimmune issue, and they want to be protected, fine by me. If you go back to the very beginning of COVID, I said the words, if we end up as a society that uh, starts playing in a little bit more of those Asian cultures where masks are indeed worn by people who are sick, won't bother me at all. So it doesn't bother me at all. I'm only bothered when they tell me I have to wear a mask. Because the same people who now want to vaccinate five-year-olds tried to tell us that if everyone's not vaccinated, people will get killed. But that isn't the way the vaccine worked. The vaccine worked that if you're vaccinated, you are protected because you have a lessening of symptoms if you should get COVID because the vaccine won't stop you from getting COVID, as we have seen again and again and again, like, for example, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Fauci. Could anybody have been wearing more masks? Could anybody have been living more in a bubble? He got COVID. Vaccinated people get COVID, and they would call them breakthrough cases. They're not breakthrough If you have 95% efficacy, that's 5% chance that you can get COVID. That's not breakthrough. That's walking through the front door. But still, there are these people who say, you have to be vaccinated or you're going to kill my grandmother. You have to wear a mask or you're going to kill my grandmother. And the truth is, no one ever really liked your grandmother. That doesn't mean she should get killed. I'm just saying, your granny ain't so special. And oh, by the way, me being vaccinated or not, me wearing a mask or not, has nothing to do with your meemaw. If she's vaccinated, she's wearing a mask, 
she, even though Mass doesn't do anything, she's fine. So there's this guy on a American, uh, not American, United Airlines flight. His name is Amir Adaran. He's a professor. He is a professor, according to his Twitter feed, professor, litigator, scientist, bicyclist, husband, father, son, wrecks grifters, anti-vaxxers, and scientific illiterates. He wrecks them, don't you know? Don't you know he wrecks them? That is, that is special. What a, what a guy. He's on a United Airlines flight. And the flight attendant, who is reading off the instructions, it seems, right? She's not wearing a mask. She's on a plane, not wearing a mask. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 True story. And he tweets out pictures of this woman. Hey, United, why are you breaking the law? Masks are required on all flights out of Canada. Your flight attendant isn't wearing one. And then he gives the flight number and where they are. And literally adds and adds onto the tweet uh, the the Canadian police and and CBC politics, Canadian broadcasting. Working aggressively to get this woman fired. He tweets out, United should be forbidden from flying to Canada immediately. Our rules, our country, our rules. Even the supervisor I talked with in Chicago didn't understand Canadian rules apply to flights departing Canada. Yet, there he is at the World Economic Forum, because you know this was a guy at the World Economic Forum, appearing without a mask. I mean, he's just, he's just there. He's just there on a, with, 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 without a mask on. So I don't know why he is screaming about this flight attendant. And, and furthermore, why did he have to get her fired, try and get her fired publicly? Why not say to her, excuse me, uh, the law says you need to be wearing a mask. And you can complain to the captain or do whatever. Why did he have to make it public? And the answer is because these people are obsessed with deciding for you whether or not you're a good person. This isn't even about this flight attendant. This is about him showing how caring he is. All you anti-vaxxers are stupid. I'll show you. And then he goes around leading the most miserable life ever. What's the difference between this guy narking on a flight attendant and the CDC saying vaccinate your five-year-old? The mask doesn't stop anything. And her not wearing a mask doesn't mean that he can't wear a mask. And if he can wear a mask, he's quote-unquote protected, even though masks don't do anything against COVID. Five-year-olds don't die in the vast majority of cases from COVID. So why would you recommend they get vaccinated? You can make it available. But when you say CDC recommendation, you're trying to scare parents into getting their kids vaccinated. Just in case you're ever wondering, hey, is everyone going to get back to normal? No. Some people want to live in fear. Some people want to be afraid. And they're not happy until you're afraid. And they want government to make you so afraid that even if you're not afraid, you act like you're afraid so they don't feel so bad about being afraid. Yeah, you followed that. That was pretty damn good. Faith in the CDC is gone.
Also, I'm not flying to Canada anytime soon. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. These pro-abortion protesters, they are taking it to a whole new level. They, they are not leaving Justice Amy Coney Barrett's home. And they are, they're now holding baby dolls that are taped to their hands and then having them covered with, with red paint to look like blood and protesting in front of the justice's home where her children live. I just uh, just so we understand what's happening here. How is it possible this isn't being stopped? It's not being stopped by the governor of Virginia. It's not being stopped by by the federal government. Uh, Marshal service something. There are rules about these things. There are rules about this level of intimidation. We're not supposed to be down for this. We're supposed to say, this is bad, okay? And we're not doing it. This is unreal. And someone is going to get very, very hurt. I don't want anyone to get hurt, which is why I want to see the announcement of whether or not they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade made now. Get it done. Now, it's not going to be made today because it's Juneteenth today. And that's a federal holiday. So you don't have the the markets aren't open until tomorrow, although uh, uh, Bitcoin is still just falling to crap. Might be a buying opportunity. I'll get into that. And the court is not putting out uh, opinions today. They're going to put out opinions and orders tomorrow. I'm hoping it comes. Now, I will admit I'm I'm, I'm glad to an extent it didn't happen when I was away because I I wanted to discuss it. I wanted to be here for it. I wanted to break it down. But this is this is coming. These people clearly want to be violent. They're already acting in that way. They're already committing acts of violence, never mind a guy who wanted to murder, assassinate Justice Brett Kavanaugh. They see a decision they don't like, you know these people are going to throw rocks at houses and uh, they're going to try and enter the Supreme Court. Very insurrection-y stuff. I mean, speaking of insurrectionists, uh, the Colbert team, Stephen Colbert, television host, that's a great story. I will try and get into it. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Second time in as many weeks, I saw a story about curfews, and I said, "What are we, what are we doing? Why, why is this a, why is this the answer?" Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, eight three three got Tony. Would love to hear from you, eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. Um, so the story goes. I, I should say, I should, I should really start this story. By talking about something that happened in a, in a town right next door to me, um, and and the the, the the town right next door to me, they were having the, the, these issues with teens um, dirtying up bathrooms at parks, 
I don't know what they were doing to them, but messing up the bathrooms and parks. So the answer is, we're going to close the bathrooms at 8 p.m. And I said, what are you doing? You don't close the bathrooms at 8 p.m. at a park where the sun doesn't set. It's Indiana. Sun doesn't set till 9.30 in the summer. No, you don't tell people, sorry, you don't get to use the bathroom. If teens are messing up the bathrooms, you mess up the teens. I don't, under- I don't even understand why that's a controversial position. You let every parent in, in, in the town know, we catch your kid, we're throwing the book at them and then another book. We're going to prosecute your kid to make an example of your kid. We don't care if your kid is white or black, Asian or Hispanic, a boy or a girl. We don't care about their sexuality, their religion, nothing. Mess up one of our bathrooms just once. Your kid is going to become a poster child for what we do when you screw with our city. Oh, the kids are just bored. How can you be bored in today's world? The world is at your fingertips. You have every single possible bit of entertainment for free known to man. You're bored. Okay, you're bored. Everything's at your fingertips. You're still bored. Fine, you're bored. But you don't get to tell me I don't get to use a restroom at a park. I would rather you stayed locked in your room, unable to leave a 12-foot radius like it was a prison then me have to somehow say, I can't use a bathroom in this park. Where am I going to go? That's me. I don't think I'm alone in this. And some people say, well, what about these kids? What about them? You know what? You're right. Leave the kid alone. The parent gets prosecuted. The parent goes to jail for seven years. And I'm not talking about club fed kind of jail. I'm talking prison. I'm talking chain gang. I'm talking forced physical labor. I'm talking about trying to escape like Hopper and Stranger Things. That's what I'm talking about. And if you say to me, wow, Tony, you got a position. Well, I'm trying to put an end to a a problem, which is the bathrooms getting screwed up at these parks. Then I saw this. Tom's River, New Jersey, extending its curfew because of unruly behavior of juveniles during the Memorial Day weekend. So 17 and younger, and this curfew has been in effect for a while. So Tom's River is a uh, Jersey Shore town. Tom's River is, um, is oh, what exit was it on the parkway? Was it 82? On the Garden State Parkway? I mean, I used to go, I grew up in Jersey, I used to go uh, many times. So Seaside, if you think Jersey Shore, if you think Snooky, Tom's River is the gateway to all of that. And uh, so uh, if you're in North Beach or what they call Ortley Beach, there is a, a curfew. And I said, do curfews really solve the problems? Because there are certainly 16-year-olds who are not jerks. Now, you can argue what is a 16-year-old doing out at midnight uh, at, at these beaches. Feel free. Knock yourself out. But is the curfew the right maneuver? I still object. I don't recall. I mean, I grew up in Jersey, right? I grew up in Middletown. So that was not a shore town, but it was close enough. It was close enough to, to, to Long Branch, to, to, to Sandy Hook, um, the, these places where you, you, you went to. You went to the beach. 
I was never really a beach kid. It was because I was the fat kid. So I, I, know, I was not about to be the beach kid. My mistake. I mean, really. Um, but the, the issue is, do you believe in the curfew or do you believe in prosecuting the kids with such aggression that every other parent says, I don't give a damn what you want. Cut the crap out. You are not going to bankrupt this family because you can't figure out how to sit in your room. Sit there and shut your face. Tony, what kind of parenting is this? Well, uh, you, you could argue it would be some. We see time and again, when you have a, a large grouping of young kids, you will get a level of reckless behavior because they don't know any better. And they've been led into a false sense of security that nothing's going to happen to them. I'm staring at a video right now. I'm staring at a video right now of, of a mob uh, in Chicago. I would say 15 to 20-year-olds. And uh, they stopped traffic and are jumping on a person's car, a man who I would argue is in his 70s, maybe 80s. And they are jumping on his car they're twerking on his car and then finally the police show up and uh, everybody scatters the question before us is what are all these kids doing on the streets blocking traffic arrest 20 of them have public trials and let their parents have to deal with the consequences if you tell me the kid's not responsible the parent goes to jail for seven years and if you say to me, Tony, what's wrong with you? What do you mean, what's wrong with me? I'm just trying to solve a problem. I'm exhausted by the people who tell me, well, it's a problem, what are you going to do? I just told you what I'm going to do. As a matter of fact, I think I can get elected with that platform. As a matter of fact, I think I can get elected with 132% of the vote. Now, in other places, it's 100%, but it's Chicago, so it's 132% of the vote. I can get elected anywhere in the country. On this platform. I want kids who are normal to be able to go out and enjoy themselves. I want kids who want to cause a problem to have to deal with the consequences of their action and rethink their entire existence. Mostly, I want these towns and these municipalities to remember who's in charge. When we were attacked on September 11th, and then soon afterward, we had that guy engaged in trying to blow up a plane with the bomb in his shoe. That was 2001. It's 22, or maybe that was 2002. Not sure when that happened. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But let's call it 2002 just for the sake of the conversation. Make the numbers go easier. 20 years later, we're still taking off our shoes to get on a plane. Why? I want to know exactly what our plan is against the people who want to do us harm. And how ruthless we should be in this regard. Now, you could have told me, well, we really showed Afghanistan. 20 years later, we didn't show Afghanistan anything. We did get Osama bin Laden. 
Then we left Americans to die in Afghanistan and left the Taliban with more weapons and opportunity than they could have ever imagined or hoped for. And we never actually trained an Afghan military to deal with the enemy in a proper way. We taught them to do it like Americans, but then we didn't give them air support, and the next thing you know, whole thing fell to crap. Something goes wrong. Somebody does something wrong, and everybody else now has to suffer. Americans shouldn't have to take off their shoes. If you're from another country, I don't care if you're strip-searched. France can have their own rules about Americans. We can have our own rules about the French. Or the Brits, or the Germans, or the Spaniards, or the Chinese. What you do to a non-citizen is different than what you do to a citizen. And what happens with kids is different than what happens with adults. But in these cities, who's in charge? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mob of kids. What are you going to do? I just gave you something to do. I'd love to see you do it. It's like when they said, well, this, this, this uh, boy says he's a girl, so he should be able to compete uh, in, 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 in women's swimming. What are you going to do? He says he's a girl. That's all that matters. Well, no, it isn't all that matters. A decision made by one does not mean I have to somehow live with the, 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 the decisions of others. Kids decide to ruin bathrooms. The answer is not I don't get to use the bathroom. The answer is prosecute the kids until there's nothing left and force their parents to sell their houses to pay for the damage. I don't think the people should suffer. When a, a, a man says they're a woman and says, I should be able to compete in women's sports, no. The answer is no. Well, you're a bigot. Well, we're going to sue. Eh, sue me. Kiss my ass. No. There's a difference between men and women, and we don't think you should erase women, so we're going to say no. This is exactly what happened with World Swimming. The organization that uh, oversees swimming is called FINA. It's swimming's international governing body. They put forth a, a, a gender inclusion policy that will only permit swimmers who have transitioned before the age of 12 to compete in women's events. 71.5% of the FINA members voted in favor of the new policies. There's also a proposal for an open competition policy. Everybody can go compete over there. Doesn't matter. But this is about protecting women in sports. And protecting... Uh, the, the concept of women's sports in general by recognizing that there are women. Well, people are, uh, of, of, of a certain uh, uh, leftist political agenda are very angry about this. Uh, athlete Ally is, is the, the Twitter feed. FINA's new eligibility criteria for transgender athletes and athletes with intersex variations is discriminatory, harmful, unscientific, and not in line with the 2021 IOC, Inter- International Olympic Committee, principles. If we want to protect women's sports, we must include all women, except men who say they're women are not women. Rachel Levine, doctor, U.S. government, not a woman. Not angry. You want to call yourself Rachel? I'll call you Rachel. But not a woman. When honesty is considered violence, we have a problem. And the only way 
to solve that problem is to continue to be honest. Only women are women. Saying you're a woman doesn't make it so. Just so we all understand each other. And anything else is simply wrong. Because what is wrong is, for a man to say they're a woman, well, live your life. We can agree and disagree about things and questions and all that jazz. But now saying that you get to compete against women, well, that, no. To call these women bigots or hateful because they don't want it, well, that, of course, is wrong. You made a decision for yourself. None of us have to live with your decision. Jonathan Van Ness. I don't know who Jonathan Van Ness is. As podcaster. Uh, putting out there on uh, Twitter, another reason why these anti-trans laws that prohibit gender-affirming care of minors, all these ruling, laws and rulings are seeking to disappear trans people and it won't work. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There should be more laws that prohibit gender-affirming care of minors because gender-affirming care means means puberty blockers, it means uh, surgeries, it means all sorts of, of, of medical decisions and thinking that children can make that is, of course, criminal. Jonathan Van Ness wants to make the argument that we should have more kids transitioning. By the way, 810,000 followers on, on, on Twitter. Does to have a Jonathan Van Ness. There's something called Outsports. I never heard of Outsports. 33,000 followers. Uh, the leader in LGBTQ sports news and commentary for athletes, coaches, and fans. Oh, okay. All right. We can and should find a path to inclusion for trans women in the female category of sports. We at Outsports have never been remotely convinced that full bans of trans women in the female category like that handed down today by FINA are the answer. Well, uh, we here at Tony Katz today uh, and uh, we here at the Rational People of America, uh, yeah, we, we, we are convinced. Not angry, just convinced. And really, this is about respecting women, and I just don't understand how in the world we've got this, this group of people who hate women so much they believe they should be erased. Because that's what's happening. All women suffer when sports organizations police the bodies of women athletes, period. Um, this, is, this is about protecting women, not policing bodies. Also, uh, uh, men are not women and women are not men. Men are not women and women are not men is a, is a very easy thing to understand. But easier to understand is you as a man can make a decision. I don't quite have to understand it, but that's not the part that matters. I do plenty of things that people are like, why, Tony, would you do that? I don't have to explain it to you. But now you want other people to live with the, your decisions. Live with the, the, they have to live within the, the, the ramifications of a decision you made. And that's not right. That's not right. World Swimming made the right call here, although I got to admit, it, uh, there is a little question about if they're saying, hey, go get, go get tran do a good transition before you're 12 and you'll be all right. So trying to push that. Uh, they're trying to say, absolutely not. We're not saying that. Uh, I think it can be taken in any way you want it to be. They made the least, uh, the, 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 the attempt at the right decision here. I'm going to appreciate that. And the people fighting this, 
are people who think that kids should be able to ruin your chance to go to the bathroom. And oh well, what can you do? I think you can do a lot. I'm Tony Katz.